Folks, let me on your behalf thank Fiona and all the Sunday club leaders who have been working so hard throughout the year and people who got involved today just to help us with this service. Thank you to all of you. It's been brilliant uh, just to enjoy an all-age service where the kids are so much at the center and and so much helping us uh, to worship God together. It's been just great. Boys and girls, I'm going to read a very short Bible story, and then I want to talk to you just for a few minutes. This is a Bible story not about Jacob, but about Jesus, and it's only a few verses long. So listen to to what happened on this particular day. Jesus went on from there, and he saw a man called Matthew sitting at a tax collector's booth. So he, he was a tax collector, and they weren't very popular people. Jesus said to Matthew, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with Jesus and his disciples. So if one tax collector is bad, then lots of tax collectors is very bad. This was a gathering of quite bad people. But Jesus was right there in the middle of it. When the Pharisees saw them, now the Pharisees, they're a bit like... uh, church leaders, probably a bit like me, so I have to be careful what I say about the Pharisees. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked the disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? So they're asking, why does Jesus be friends with bad people? Whenever Jesus heard this, he said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have come to call the righteous and not sinners. Now, I want you to remember that story because I'm going to talk about it for a second in a moment. But this morning, I want to think with you for one last time about Jacob. And I want you to think about Jacob with me. We've remembered some stuff from the life of Jacob this morning in the brilliant uh, Haran news that we just saw. But here's my question for you. Was Jacob good? Or was Jacob bad? Was Jacob a good person? Or a bad person? Now, I want each one of you to make up your mind on that. If you think Jacob was good, in a moment I'm going to ask you to stand up on your feet and put your hands in the air. And if you think he was bad, I want you to stay seated and fold your arms. Okay, so if he's good, you stand up and put your hands in the air. If he's bad, you stay seated and fold your arms. Okay, was Jacob good or bad? Go. Interesting, isn't it? Bit of a divided opinion. So lots of guys think he was good. I think if we were doing the the Apprentice after show when we were trying to work out if he was hired or fired... I think he's just about fired. Uh, There were more people standing up for Jacob than, than sit down, guys. So we're trying to work out whether Jacob was a good person or a bad person. Do you know what? The guys who stayed in their seats and folded their arms and thought that Jacob was probably a bad person, I think were maybe closer to the truth than the guys who stood up. Jacob was not a very good guy. And I'm going to try and remind you a little bit of that. 
Does anyone remember there was a story when Jacob tricked his brother Esau? He gave him something to eat. Does anyone remember what Jacob gave his brother Esau to eat? I'm not sure if you did this as a a story, but you might just know this from Bible stories. He gave him something to eat, and he used it to trick him. Does anyone remember or know? Soup. That's right. It was lentil soup. Now, Esau must have been a real sucker because he fell for a bowl of lentil soup, and he swapped something really, really important for a bowl of soup. But you know what? Boys and girls, Jacob tricked him. So that was the first trick that he played. I want to think with you about some other tricks that he played. Hopefully we can pop this up on the screen. Um, Yeah. You see this picture here? That's Jacob on the right, and that's his mum. Does anyone see what they're doing there? Stick up your hand if you remember this story. Yeah, Alexander? Jacob's putting fur on his arms. And why is he doing that? He wants to go to his dad and he's going to pretend to be Esau. So this is another big trick. He goes in and he gets his dad, Jacob, to give him all the family property because he's pretended to be Esau. So that's the second trick that we know about that Jacob played. And then there was another trick that Jacob played. We learned a little bit in the Haran News about Jacob going to work for his uncle Laban. Well, you know, in the end, Jacob played a bit of a trick on Laban. And he ended up taking a lot of Laban's animals away with him. So here's a photograph of Jacob leaving Laban with his camels loaded up with lots of property that really rightfully belonged to Laban. So is Jacob a good guy? The truth is, he's, he's a tricker. He's a bit of a con man. Jacob wasn't good. Boys and girls, I want to show you a next slide here. Can anyone see what that is? Hands up if you can work out what that photograph is of. Yes, Fergus? It's a spoon. Tell me about that spoon. It's bended and it's crooked. Do you know what Jacob's name means? It means that Jacob was crooked. And it sums up who Jacob was. He was somebody who went through a lot, large part of his life tricking people and getting his way by conning them. Jacob was really Jacob the crook, boys and girls. Do you know, the most amazing thing I think about the whole story of Jacob is that God loved Jacob so much, even though Jacob was a crook. God wanted to be friends with Jacob the crook. Do you remember the time that Jacob had to leave home? Anybody remember why he had to leave home? There's a bit of a clue on the, on the slide there. Yeah, Emma? He had a fight with his brother, and it was a really bad fight. Hopefully a much worse fight than, than the kinds of fights you guys have at home, because his brother said, I'm going to kill him. So Jacob had to leave home just to, to escape from his brother. So Jacob ran as fast and as fast as he could. He ran as far and as far as he could. And at the end of that day, he was tired out, so he just lay down. And he was so tired, boys and girls, that he was able to use a stone for a pillow, and he didn't even hardly notice He was so tired. And that night, Jacob had a dream. And it was a dream of a stair. 
coming all the way down from heaven with angels going up and down it. But much, much stranger even in the dream was what Jacob heard. He saw this stare in his dream, but he heard a voice. And the voice was the voice of God. And God spoke to Jacob. And God said, Jacob, don't be afraid. I know you're having to leave home all alone, but I'm going to go with you. I know that you're having to leave home, but one day I'm going to bring you back. I will not leave you. I'll take care of you. That is what God said to Jacob the crook. Boys and girls, tell me this. Did God keep his promises to Jacob? Did God do the things that he promised in that dream? Did he? Yeah, sure, that's exactly what we were learning about in, in your drama earlier on, the Haran News. God made Jacob some brilliant promises and he kept them all. Now, boys and girls, tell me this. Do you think Jacob deserved all those good things that God gave him? Hands up if you think Jacob deserved all of those things because he was a really good and kind guy. Not too many hands up. Because we have realized here this morning that Jacob wasn't a very good guy. In fact, Jacob was a crook. Earlier in our story, uh, earlier in our service, boys and girls, just a moment ago, I read for you that Bible story about Jesus and his friend Matthew. Was Matthew a good guy? No. Were all Matthew's friends, the guys who were at his party at his house, were they good guys? And yet Jesus was there with them. And he loved them and he was their friend. You know, some people got very annoyed. They said, Jesus, you shouldn't be friends with bad people. You should only be friends and you should only love good people. And do you know what Jesus said to them? Jesus said to them, it's sick people who need a doctor. Jesus said, I've come to make sick people well. I've come to make bad people good. I've come to make crooked people straight. Boys and girls, it's really important that we understand this about the story of Jacob. Jacob wasn't good, but God loved him anyway. God didn't love Jacob because Jacob was good. God loved Jacob because God loves loving. Maybe you're here today and you're thinking, you know, all the stuff I learn in Sunday Club, all the stuff about God loving me and Jesus dying for me, I'm not sure if that's true for me because I'm not good. Maybe you had a fight with your brother or sister on the way to church today. Maybe your mom or your dad or somebody had to be very cross with you yesterday. So you know that you aren't good, that you can't be good all the time. Do you know the brilliant news, boys and girls? God loves us even when we're not good. Maybe, boys and girls, there's somebody else who you think isn't good, not good enough for God. Maybe there's somebody in your class. Maybe there's a boy 
who spends more time in the headmaster's office than he does in your class. I see a few people nodding their heads. That was me, by the way, so don't, don't knock it. Maybe there's a girl who is always fighting with people and always calling people names behind their backs and not many people like her. Does God still love her? What do you think? Hands up if you think God loves a girl like that. Of course he does. God doesn't love us because we're good. God loves us because he loves loving. Boys and girls, when you think of Jacob, remember all the wonderful things that God did for him, all those promises that God made to him and God kept. But remember this too. God didn't do any of that because Jacob was good. God did it all because God loves to love. Boys and girls, we're going to sing together just now.